How you going, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Fair Dinkum Podcast. Alhamdulillah, this is the second time we got Sheikh Samir on, and my first time finally getting to meet him and sit down with him. We spoke about his opportunity in taking some influences like Chunks, Lupin, and some other brothers as well around Medina. Spoke about the pros and cons to being a famous person as a Muslim and how it is being in that field. And also we spoke about the importance of the people you spend time with and how that can influence your intentions with everything you do. Definitely a great episode. You guys will all enjoy this. So let's get in it. Right, let's get right into it. First of all, guys, welcome back to another episode. We've got the main man, Sheikh Samir, with us today. Um, he had to drop by, obviously, the Fair Income Studio, run it back after last year's recording. Um, welcome back. How's it been back in Australia? We're on the street. You might be moving down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, alhamdulillah. Um, you know, it's great to be back. Um, great to be back with family and uh, with loved ones. And alhamdulillah to be back with you guys here on Fair Dinkum. Um, this is literally my second ever podcast appearance and, yeah. uh, you know, two in a row with Fair Dinkum. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll take that, yeah. we've got something going on here. <laughs> we have a connection. Might be going. a shareholder after <laughs> the third one. <laughs> well, that, ca- that couch is always good. Well, live, you move down, let's see, he's a part of the latch chat now. Oh, 100%. For sure. We should get him on some masculinity heavy red pill conversation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know Sam has definitely got some appearance. Yeah. Uh, big boy take top G. <laughs> But what have you been up to? Obviously, now you're a student. Uh, you're still a student at Medina. How's that been? Yeah, alhamdulillah. So I'm, I'm still in Medina. I'm studying at Medina University, Islamic University of Medina. Uh, alhamdulillah, it's going good. It's going good. Um, pretty pretty much settled over there. And uh, alhamdulillah, uh, got a car um, this year. Uh, when I got there last year, um, I was there for the first uh, for the first four months that I was there. It was the second semester of, of the school year. Um, so I had to do all my paperwork and stuff like that. And then I had to... Uh, once I got my iqama, my residency card, um, then I was able to get a driver's license. I basically transferred my Canadian license to a Saudi license. And then, alhamdulillah, after that, went to Jeddah and, uh, and I bought a car. Um, so, alhamdulillah, I'm very comfortable there right now. Nice. And uh, How much longer you got left now? Uh, I got about four years. Four years, yeah. So I thought you were telling me he's going to move, like, as if it's tomorrow, bro. Yeah. This well, like four, four years. years. <laughs> four years is a long time. Wait, wait, because yeah, yeah. you do two and four, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'm about two to start um, basically college. So yeah. the college of Sharia, inshallah. Um, takes about four years. I mean, you can maybe take some some extra classes and stuff like that. Maybe finish in three years and a half, but no one's really rushing, you know, leaving yeah. Medina. It's yeah. true. Well, I wanted to ask, because obviously now you've been there for two, three years. Is that correct? No, just about a year. A full... Year, yeah. yeah. Have, you, have you noticed the landscape change ever since all of those Saudi clubs started buying all of those footballers? Um, well, like that kind of started, I think. When, when did Ronaldo, when did Ronaldo get signed? It would have been mid year last year, yeah, yeah. yeah. or the end of last year, end of last year, yeah. So, honestly, a lot of that is in like Riyadh, um, in the capital. Um, I don't think Medina has a soccer team, uh, like in the <laughs> Saudi league. Um, but, you know, of course, you know, just like everyone else, you see things online and you see what's going on and you see how things are changing and how much money now is being put into uh, the Saudi league. I think um, I think I saw it yesterday, I saw it online, something saying that um, the Saudi government is pumping in like $17 billion into the, uh, the Saudi league. Oh, you know? um, so, this, yeah, the actual league is, is backed by the government. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, from what I read online, so that, that's why a lot of players are getting signed and... Uh, 
Yes, Mbappe, uh, we won't see him in Saudi <laughs> Arabia, though. He declined it officially. Yeah. He's the lowest, man. Great, but how nice is it? Because I just woke up to a video this morning. I forgot who. Um, but straight after a game, I think one of the last games or something, went straight to Umrah. You know, done. Yeah, man. Yeah. Straight, straight after, straight after a game, yeah. bang. Him and the whole boys. Like, just imagine you and the squad just going straight, hitting Umrah, and obviously Umrah is a vibe, you know. Yeah, regardless for sure, of for it, sure. You know, and obviously I can speak on that because the last Umrah that I done, yeah, was um with my main man Samir. Yeah, you know. So um, yeah. So just in regards to like Medina as well, and I want to touch on the Umrah conversation as well. There was recently a photo that obviously a lot of people did see in regards to some big boys pulling up. Yeah. There were guys like Chunk, Chunks. Lupe and Sharky and them boys. It's only one chunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had chunk and then I'm like, oh, let me chuck the Z on that. Yeah. 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 So I just wanted to touch in the whole, um, the, the combination with like fame and being a Muslim and like a celebrity and all that kind of stuff. And obviously you're pretty like active on social media. Um, like how, how do you deal with it? What are you seeing through those boys and spending time with them? Uh, so Alhamdulillah, um, when those brothers came, uh, it was a good experience uh, for them and for me and for everyone involved. Uh, we were able to uh, um, go for a tour in Medina, and uh, we went on the, the, the normal uh, Ziyara tour in Medina where you visit um, Masjid Quba, mm-hmm. the first mosque built in Islam, and then you also visit um, the mountain of Uhud um, and visit the martyrs uh, of the Battle of Uhud, and uh, you also go by Masjid Qiblatayn, the mosque of uh, the two directions of prayer, and then likewise uh, Masjid Khandaq, yeah. where the uh, Battle of the Trench took place or one of the areas where the Battle of the Trench took place. So uh, took them for that tour, alhamdulillah. Um, you know, it was, it was nice. They were very receptive to, um, you know, what I was sharing with them. And um, they all came, you know, um, I think every single one of them except for uh, Brother uh, Omar, Omar C. Yeah. Um, everyone else, uh, for them, it was their first Omar trip. So it was their first time coming to wow. uh, Mecca and Medina. Um, so it was a lot, you know, subhanAllah. Um uh, obviously, there's some pictures that went around and stuff like that, but the majority of, 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 of what happened wasn't documented. Um, and subhanAllah, it was uh, very emotional for, for all of them, and uh, especially when we were doing tawaf at the Kaaba. You know, a lot of people were, subhanAllah, were crying and, and you know, uh, making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And alhamdulillah, it was a good experience, man. Uh, it was, they were, like I said, they were very receptive to um, uh, what I was sharing with them. And, uh, you know, I obviously have to give a shout out to my boy Mustafa, yeah. Mustafa the poet, you know, may um, Allah reward him. Or all the good that came out of that trip because he's the one who organized everything. Mustafa the plug. Mustafa the plug. Mustafa the plug. He's got connections. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mashallah. He's, uh, he's, he's, mashallah. He's, uh, I mean, we grew up together. Like, we yeah. know each other from uh, from Toronto and from Regent Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've always had that, you know, that uh, line of communication open. And he's like my little brother, you know, yeah. and there's a lot of respect between us. And um, alhamdulillah, he organized that. And, and subhanAllah, uh, it was as simple as just making a couple of phone calls. Like he, I asked him, how'd you, you know, organize this? Because um, I didn't know everyone that was coming. I didn't know all of them. I knew s- of some of them. And the other guys actually never heard of them. Um, but subhanAllah, he said, yeah, I just made a phone call. said, yo, you know, come, let's go for Umrah. And then one brother said, yeah, let's go. And then the other guy, and then let's go Umrah. It was, it was that simple. It didn't, wasn't no booking or this or that or whatever. It was very simple. We just casually asked them, you know, let's go for Umrah. And, uh, and they agreed. And, and then they came. And it was nice, but like I said, the majority of what what, what was happening um, wasn't documented, um, and I think they wanted it that way. They wanted to really live in the in the moment and experience everything um, while they were there, and keep things you know private and, and inshallah sincere and stuff like that. So, uh, alhamdulillah, it was good. It yeah. was good, man. Um, 
that's the that's like the best part of Umrah as well, you know, because when you go there, you want to be like, like locked in, especially like you said, like the most emotional part being like Tawaf and that, you know, and it's like as cliche as it sounds, it's one of those places where everyone just looks the same, you know what I mean? And you're all doing like the same thing and it's like you got to lock in somehow, you know, and not much was documented as well. I think I think pretty much what we all saw was like that main that photo that dropped like later on. Photos, yeah, yeah, like all of you guys in front of <coughs> Mr. Yeah. Nabui. You know? But I think I'd like I'd like to ask a s- like a question just surrounding in general, like you know this, you know the the, the 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 backlash that they usually get when they do something good or they do something bad. Like a lot of these Muslim celebrities, regardless, they can't run away from the criticism. You know what I mean? It's like I would ask you then, like to kind of, because obviously you've been in and amongst these these brothers behind closed doors. Like, is is there anything you can speak to that maybe the audience needs to know about? Not the specific brothers, but in general, celebrity Muslims and, 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 and that whole, you know, judgment and backlash that they get from the individuals on the other side. Yeah, I mean, uh, um, as funny as it may sound or as simple as it may sound, like they're human beings. Um, they're just like me and you. They're all struggling. We're all struggling with, with things. And, and um, it's just that, you know, the things that they struggle with a lot of times is uh, on the big screen and stuff like that in front of everybody and, and on display for everyone to see. Um, and that, like me saying that doesn't condone the things that they're doing that they will tell you themselves that, you know, they're working on and they, they shouldn't be doing. But what it means is just, um, um, just, you know, honestly understanding that they're Muslim, just like you, and, uh, they believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they pray their prayers and they pray their salah and they fast in Ramadan and, you know, they're being tested by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, uh, in a different way or in a different capacity compared to us. Um, and like I said, uh, just repeating it again, that doesn't condone anything they do. And, and the funny thing is people don't understand or, or, or don't really get that. When you speak to these people in real life and you're with them, um, you realize that um, they don't want someone to tell them that, you know, brother, what you're doing, that's haram, that's, that's keep it up. Like that's, they don't want to hear that. Mm-hmm. They want people to push them and help them and support them and, you know, uh, nurture them in a way where they can overcome these, these hardships that they're going through or the, the things that they're struggling with. You know what I mean? They, they don't want someone to come as an imam or a sheikh to, you know, and comes and condones what they're doing. And yeah, but that's okay. And you know what, if you really think about it, there's a greater good. And if you do it and this and that, and they don't want to hear that. Mm. They actually get turned off by people like that. Um, but it's all about how, how you express yourself and how you express that da'wah and how, how you speak to them and how you bring them in. It's, it's really about the delivery. Yeah. Um, a lot of times things get lost in the delivery um, when speaking to, uh, you know, these famous brothers or, or sisters or whoever they may be. Um, if you come with the hammer, you know, come and try to lay down the hammer. Um, you know, it might be, uh, might not be taken well. But at the same time, too, you can't be so relaxed and, and laid back where you don't don't feel the urge to you know become better. But I would say, yeah, you know, it is. I think I think it's it's a it's a situation where you need like a good cop bad cop thing. Where yeah, you do need the brothers who um, are there that you know um, try to keep them accountable, uh, especially uh, on. Um, uh, you know, at a public level and stuff like that, but with wisdom and uh, with respect and, 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 and not taking personal jabs and personal attacks at them. Mm. Um, and a lot of times with, uh, with these guys, you know, it's just a matter of reaching out to them. They're, 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 they're like they're regular people, man. When you speak to them and chill with them, they have the same family problems that we have. They have the same issues that we're going through and stuff like that. Like people have to understand that just because you're rich and famous, you know, uh, you're still a human being and you still uh, have the same struggles or even more struggles than, than the average person when it comes to uh, things uh, in your day-to-day life. So, um, you know, um, yeah, I'd say that. Yeah. It's all like when it comes down to like emotional intelligence in regards to the way 
that you give like da'wah because at the end of the day da'wah is like like it's incumbent on all of us mm-hmm. at the end of the day but it's the manner in which we can do it you know what I mean it's not hey accept Islam under the sword type mm-hmm. of thing you know what I mean everyone and also the other side effect of it is is with a lot of these brothers they have a large audience you know so then what ends up happening is when they start when you, when they start to become comfortable with their deen and start showing it out and whatnot then there's a large audience that ends up seeing it that wouldn't have been exposed to Islam prior to it you know what mm-hmm. I mean and on top of that they become comfortable with their identity as like being a Muslim you know because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. nowadays or whatever it's like <coughs> being a, like a Muslim or whatever it's like a bit you know what I mean a bit strange you know yeah, yeah. and if you are then you're too religious you yeah. know what I mean I think so I think with the uh, with the brothers I personally believe that none of them uh from from what I understand and what I see none of them is shy about their Muslim identity um they just may not be as confident as me and you when it comes to speaking on the religion or speaking on the deen or speaking on behalf of Muslims or on behalf of Islam. Mm. And that's something that's commendable, you know, that someone doesn't want to take on the burden of possibly saying something incorrect or misguiding people or, or, or just making themselves seem like something they're not, you know. Um, that's another problem that we have on social media with other people who, you know, um, they kind of portray themselves as something that they're not when mm. it comes to, you know, da'wah or being a sheikh or a student of knowledge or whatever it may be. But um, but I just wanted to share a couple of things um, uh, that maybe might give some people some insight um, with the with the brothers, you know. Uh, alhamdulillah, um, not to name any names, but I know uh, one of the brothers. He was struggling with a habit um, that you know he 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 should have left a long time ago. But alhamdulillah, since he came for Umrah and he promised himself and promised Allah Subhanahu wa Taala in the Prophet's mosque, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, that he would quit this bad habit. Um, like I said, not getting into any specifics or anything like that. Alhamdulillah, he's six months clean, you know, from, from that bad habit. And another another thing I'll tell you guys is that um, the same brother, right, um, he called me like two days after they got back to He called me and he said, uh, Brother Samar, how you doing this, that? Um, or actually it was, it was on, uh, it was via voice note. He told me that, yo, I just, my manager just got an offer for me to get on some show or some program. Um, but the issue is, um, it's backed or it's run by like an alcohol company, mm-hmm. right? Or it's their show or something like that. He didn't really tell me the specifics, but he said alcohol is a, is a major factor in, in, in the program or in the show or whatever. Uh, and he said, I told them that, you know, I don't drink and um, I c- I'm not going to have it around me. I'm not going to have it in front of me. But he, he asked me, you know, what do you think about still doing the show or me being a part of the show and stuff like that? He said, it's a, it's a, good, gi- a good gig. Like it's, it's a good opportunity. I told him, first of all, brother, Jazakallah khair, and like, I really want to appreciate you and, 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 and tell you that, you know, uh, and thank you for even having the concern to, to ask and to even, you know, uh, bring it up and not just, you know, uh, go on with it without getting some Islamic uh, advice. I told him, you know, you, you did a good job when it comes to, you know, mentioning that, you know, of course you don't drink and um, you don't handle alcohol and you don't want it around you. But I told him the issue is, you know, you're a person of influence and you're someone that people look up to and, and uh, people try to be like. So... You want to try your best to keep your name far away from things that can misguide the youth, you know, especially since a lot of these guys, their audience, their main audience is young Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Someone older may, you know, watch the program and, and, you know, whatever, enjoy the program for whatever is going on in the program and may not be as affected by uh, the advertising that that goes on in the background or um, on the program, while a young person might be very influenced by what they're seeing and, 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 you know, the alcohol that's being promoted and stuff like that. So I told them you got to look at it like that. You know, you got to try your best to avoid uh, putting your name, you know, and your brand and, and, and everything you stand uh, for and the people that follow you mm-hmm. and, and love you besides something 
um, that is so detrimental, like, uh, you know, alcohol, you know, that's ruining lives and, and, and ruining families and stuff like that. And subhanAllah, when I told him that, he said, brother, say no more. That's, that's all I need to hear. Jazakallah khair. I kind of had the idea that that was the case, that, you know, obviously I don't drink and I don't handle alcohol and it's not around me, but at the same time too, you know, I shouldn't be promoting and stuff like that. And I gave him the example of Mbappe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's true, but I've, I've seen it online uh, several times that he doesn't do like advertisements with alcohol and gambling and stuff like that. And he's not even Muslim, mm. right? But he just doesn't do that because of um, the fact that he understands his audience being young people mm. and he doesn't want to be responsible wow. for, uh, you know, somehow leading a person down that path. You know, I, we can fact check it, but I, I've seen it several times uh, with Mbappe refusing, um, you know, alcohol deals and stuff like that. And I think even with the World Cup, he got he caught some backlash because uh, I think he wouldn't didn't want to hold a player of the match oh, the trophy Heineken. or something, yes, like the yeah, Heineken the or Budweiser or something Budweiser, like that. Yes, yes. And then uh, they were basically, um, you know, he was catching some backlash for that. So uh, mm. so I gave him that example. I said, uh, you know, yeah. yes, of course, Dean is the, the thing that motivates us and, and the reason why we choose to do good and not do bad is for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if you want to be rewarded for these decisions that you make, you should have that sincere mm. intention and then you get the reward for it. But likewise... Um, you know, just as a human being and as as, as, as a role model, you also, you know, uh, have to remember that too. Sure. I can speak on this a little bit because in first glance or from passing thoughts, you know, you see brothers in the limelight, they may be making mistakes, but obviously you said, like you said, sorry, they're, there's, they're, they're a lot more on, a, on like they're magnified because they're such big names in there in such a, a a big spotlight subhanallah and one thing that made me laugh was or it actually knocked me back in this situation was i go subhanallah they went to umrah they got because umrah and if you go to 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 Allah, to mecca or mm. medina you have to be invited mm. by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for you to get an invitation you have to be pure of heart mm. there has to be something to you that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mm. allowed you to go to his house and i i looked at myself and i go have you, have you been invited yet? Like, have you been invited yet? How are you looking at these brothers as if you're better than them in your own head, judging them because of something that they do, but it might be on camera? Mm-hmm. Allahu alam, what you do in private, but they got invited. Mm-hmm. You didn't. So how am I going to look at myself as if I'm the judge, jury, and executioner yeah. of these brothers? So after that, subhanAllah, wallah, I just, I just, you have to sit down and reflect, you know? And there's something about that that I think the Muslims of this day and age is just too much output and not enough inward reflection, mm. you know. And um, but yeah, Subhanallah, that's just a comment that I had to make because I was looking at myself in that situation. I was like, why am I opening my mouth for? Yeah. Do you know, on but that on that as well, yeah. Obviously, like a lot of the stuff they they display is public. You know what I mean? Mm. And they have like you had something that they're fighting with and whatnot. You know. That they know and people know, obviously, that's wrong. But also on an individual level, like when things that are not as public, there are things that we um, fight with as well, like that we have that jihad and nafs and whatnot. You know? Could you shed some light in regards to that comment that you make when you put something aside for the sake of Allah and then after how ilay, um, not often, will replace that with mm-hmm. something better? Could you touch on that a little bit? Because yeah, I know definitely. there's some people that's going to be listening and they're going to be like, like, but I give this up and it brings me this sort of pleasure and I know, or they have that, like, that influence from friends and whatnot, but then they don't see the other side to it, you know? Yeah, yeah that's exactly, that's the part of what I told the brother. I said, Akhi, like, you know, um, uh, you know, uh, your rizq, your provision is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not in the hands of your manager or this alcohol company or whatever it may be, man. Like, your rizq is written, you know what I mean? Like, uh, and, and, and a part of 
um, you know, strengthening uh, a person's, uh, you know, uh, decision making when it comes to these things is, is strengthening their conviction and, 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 and certainty in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in his beautiful names and attributes like understanding the concept that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a raziq and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a razaq that whatever yeah we, we work hard we work hard we blood sweat and tears and stuff like that yeah cool but everything is in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't matter how hard you work if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hasn't written for something to happen for you it's not going to happen you know and likewise if you don't do anything for example and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he could still bring something your way you know of course you still have to take the means and stuff like that but um I, I told that brother you know inshallah you'll see that um uh, you'll see that if you leave this for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you more and subhanallah i'm so happy you mentioned that because i actually talked to the brother two days ago you know so i spoke to the brother uh two days ago i gave him a call like a random call i said yo uh salam alaikum what's going on and it's like is that is that big man summer so, <laughs> <laughs> so i called him he was and uh we just chatted a bit on, on on facetime and i said yo how are you doing are you keeping up strong he's like i'm keeping up strong bro six months brother i promise i promised allah in the prophet's mosque sallallahu alayhi wasallam like there's no way i can break that promise I said, mashallah, about it. And I asked him, I said, because I had to ask him about that. I said, bro, we're brothers. I can't just, you know, beat around the bush and say, how you doing everything good? I got to ask you the hard questions, bro. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, that's what I want from you, bro. I want you to, to press me and ask me. And I said, how's it going with that thing? And he said, alhamdulillah, six months clean. And then I said, okay, bro, how, how's, how's the money situation? Like, you know, you're struggling. You sh-. He said, brother, it's gone up, bro, actually, yeah. you know? And I said, bro, subhanAllah. And, and he was the same one that, that said that when he's the one who contacted me about that opportunity. And I told him, you know, um, you know, uh, I just gave him the advice and then he left it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he said, yo, to be honest with you, he said, you know, things have actually gotten better, you know, and, and I told these guys, especially um, the brothers that do the YouTube thing, uh, I told them, you know, you guys, you guys are in a, in, in a unique position. I'm What's just so laughing when you said the YouTube thing, like, <laughs> like you're 10 generations ahead of us or something, you know what I mean? What do you mean? <laughs> the way you... Nah, 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 We're going to know this. You watch YouTube sometimes here with it? I mean, obviously, I want YouTube. I don't watch YouTubers like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like I go on watch there, some yeah. NBA highlights. <laughs> maybe, vibes, yeah. Uh, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> that's each is all, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I've told these brothers. You know, I, I told them. You know, mashallah, you guys are in a u- unique position, very unique position. Because what you guys are doing, you can, inshallah, you know, uh, shape it in a way where it's not, it's not, it's not even doubtful. You know, the things that you can do and get into and stuff like that. Alhamdulillah, you're on, on, on YouTube as a platform and, you know, maybe you're making people laugh or doing different things or, or whatever it may be. Uh, it's not as sticky as maybe other brothers who are in different, different uh, spaces where it's like, you know, you either have to be in or out for it to be, you know, uh, for you to be kind of safe from, from what's going on in that space. Uh, with YouTube, it's like, you know, you guys can, you know, uh, like I said, shape it and, and play around with it in, in a way where... You know, you go to bed every night and, you know, the chicks come in and alhamdulillah, you know, you're not really, you don't have much doubt about the money that's coming in and how it's being earned and stuff like that, you know. I gave them that advice and then, you know, they, 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 they you know, they, they're receptive to it. Yeah. But uh, subhanAllah. Funny enough, you mentioned that, subhanAllah, there are people on smaller scales that don't have that capacity. Like people that work in government jobs. Mm. We we're just talking about it. They have to have the bracket with their pronouns inside it mm. and they have to have everything attached to it, whether you like it or not, otherwise mm. you get the sack. Well, yeah. Automatically, yeah. so comes very techy. It's it's honest, bro. Like the, the world, the way the world's geared today, Subhanallah. It's like you can be anything you want, but you have to make sure that you understand like what you're getting yourself into mm. before you get into it, Subhanallah. But yeah, it all goes back being grounded in your identity, figuring out who you are a little bit as well. You know, you need to. 
Honestly, because if you don't know what you what you your boundaries are, where your morals lie and stuff like that, it's it's very difficult for you to actually know where that line is. So then they keep pushing a little bit further. Okay, it's just he him now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's just a it's just a lanyard with a rainbow mm-hmm. on it. I've seen it. I've seen it in the city. Like a couple of brothers mm-hmm. wearing the lanyard with the rainbow on it. And I'm like, bro, what are you doing? Cause it's like, yeah. oh no, I just wear it to work. When I leave, I put it in my pocket. Yeah. Like, you yeah. left, you know, but like, <laughs> uh, it's just like Allah subhanahu wa taala says in the Quran, you know, tilka hududullah. These are the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa taala. Fala ta'taduha. Don't break these boundaries. Don't exceed these boundaries. You know, just like you were saying about understanding uh, your boundaries as a Muslim, um, and, and 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 you know, trying to stay within those boundaries that Allah subhanahu wa taala uh, has set. And Allah subhanahu wa taala has also said about His boundaries, uh, Whoever, you know, uh, infringes on the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or breaks the boundaries of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then that person has wronged themselves, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, because someone may think, uh, you know, these are, these for, and, 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 and as human beings, you know, someone sets a, a boundary or, or someone sets some uh, offense around their property, for example. Uh, if someone comes and breaks down that fence or, or comes in or does whatever they want on one side, then they've harmed uh, the person that has set those boundaries. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us that, these boundaries that he set, if you infringe on these boundaries or break these boundaries, you're wronging yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not harming Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Right? It's not like, a, you know, a'ala, to Allah belongs the highest example. But um, it's not like us as human beings, how, you know, we can cause harm uh, towards one another. No one can harm Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're actually harming ourselves if we you know, infringe and, 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 and break the boundaries that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has set for us as human beings, you know. Yeah, we've got to be conscious of it. Just to kind of touch on um, internal reflection, obviously it's basically like the main theme of the topic that we're speaking here because just as a reminder for all the viewers that are watching, obviously they look at these celebrities, they want to judge them, they want to act in a certain manner that is probably not befitting of a Muslim by you know, talking back behind their, uh, talking behind their backs and, and so on and so forth or maybe leaving dirty comments in, the, in their DMs or whatever it is. But one thing that I would ask you is like what method of internal reflection do you utilize in your day-to-day that will keep you grounded? You know, as as a as a Muslim, um, I think um, you know uh, Umar bin Khattab radiyallahu anhu. He has some powerful words where he says, "Hasibu um, anfusakum qabla an tuhasibu." He says, "Umar radiyallahu anhu, uh, hold yourselves accountable before you are taken to account." Very famous uh, quote by Umar bin Khattab: "Wazinu qabla an tuzinu," and weigh your actions, weigh your good deeds and your bad deeds before they're weighed on the day of judgment. Right, so with the Prophet ﷺ and the Sahaba and the Tabi'in and the early Muslims, um, they had this strong sense of, you know, uh, accountability and holding yourself accountable. Right, of course, we have the concept of al amru bil ma'roof wa nahi anil munkar. Right, it's the reason why we're the best ummah. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran, "Kuntum khaira ummatin ukhrijat lil nas." You are the best nation, best group of people who have been brought out for mankind. Why? Ta'muruna bil ma'roofi wa tanhauna anil munkari wa tu'minuna billah. Right, you enjoy the good. You forbid the ev- forbid the evil, and you believe in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So that's what makes us the best. So once we stop doing that, once we stop enjoying the good and forbidding the evil, we're no longer the best nation, right? So we have that concept on one hand, and then also the idea and concept of holding yourself accountable. Because if you hold yourself accountable, right? If everyone holds themselves accountable, and in turn you also have a bit of a push, like you have some, you know, you get a nudge from someone else from time to time, and some support, and uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, um, you know, a push in the right direction. 
that 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 gives you like you know um uh you know the best type of society that anyone could ask for you know everyone is holding themselves accountable to the best of their ability and at the same time too if we fall short in that you have someone else that's pushing you your brother and your sister and the community members are also giving you a nudge and, and, and telling you to pull up your socks and telling you to fix up from time to time right but with social media and being famous and stuff like that it's i don't know it's it's it's, it's a tough one man because uh, in one hand, of course, like you know, leaving dirty comments and 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 saying bad things to people on on their videos or on 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 whatever you know their posts and stuff like that, that's not nice. But at the same time, too, you know, we have the idea or the concept of encarul uh, munkar, right? If something is evil and it's widespread and it's being done publicly, then it needs to be addressed publicly. Like mm. someone does something in the community yeah. out in the open. I'm not going to, you know, it doesn't make sense for me to come to people individually and in, quiet and, and, and private gatherings and tell them, you know, that's wrong and stuff like that. You know, we have to stand up to, to, to evil so it doesn't spread in our communities and stuff like that. But with social media, it's very tricky, yeah. you know, because um, sometimes the lines get blurred. Are you, are you sincerely trying to rectify the mistake that was made and address the issues that are being, uh, you know, uh, address the issues? Or are you, is it a personal attack? Are you attacking the person's, um, character or um, their legitimacy as a Muslim or whatever it may be. So I know I don't have this big culture of uh, you know making videos and stuff like that with like big reaction thumbnails, re reaction yeah. videos, yeah. and like you know putting the face of that celebrity or whoever it may be. And mm. putting that massive red circle. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, so I don't know, man. It's 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 a, it's a you know it's a bit above my pay grade. Uh, you yeah, know, true. to deal with that whole thing, but. Uh, I don't know. Uh, people have different approaches. Um, you know, my approach personally is just like uh, I try to keep that uh, line of communication open with everyone and anyone, whether that person is famous or whether that person is just a normal person. You know, yeah. I have friends. Uh, I think I've said this on, this la on the last po podcast. I have friends from all walks of life. You know what I mean? People who are, mashallah, in the mosque 24-7 studying and memorizing and learning the deen and, 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 and studying the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then you also have people that are far away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but you got to always keep that line of communication open, especially in this day and age, mm -hmm. where for every one good friend, for every one person that gives you reminders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, there's maybe 100, 200 people who are ready to call that person to, to evil and stuff like that and to do bad things and stuff, mm. stuff like that. So I don't know. It's tricky, though, man. With social media, social media makes everything tricky. Maybe, maybe now we can... Yeah. Yeah, well, I social media. segue to that. Yeah, yeah, well, social media is. Oh, did you want to guess? Sorry. Yeah, yeah sorry. I just wanted to ask mainly about like your personal relationship with social media because I think, and well, you used to show me as well, like you used to post basketball videos and then you show reminders as well. How is it with, yeah, how is it, how is it with you in terms <laughs> of um, like your intentions or like battling intentions basically and also interacting with people online? Yeah, so with me personally, um, my. Social media page is, is my personal page. And a part of me, a part of who I am is, is doing da'wah or giving reminders to myself first and foremost and then my brothers and sisters in Islam. My page, I wouldn't call it a da'wah page. With the right? I like um, that. Because if you actually, if you go uh, far enough back, you'll just see like older pictures of me, maybe from like when I started Instagram. I don't know, 2012, 2013, very, very maybe. Old when I was in Egypt and... The basketball yeah, sports in Regent Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I played basketball in high school and stuff like that. So, like, I, 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 this is the thing. So, I'm, I'm Samer. My name is Samer. Samer Musallam, right? And a part of who I am is uh, Imam or Sheikh or Da'i, whatever you want to say, whatever people call me. Um, but that's not who I am. You know what I mean? That's not everything I am. Um, uh, 
you know, and and I don't know. Some brothers they have different approaches. They have uh, the approach of, you know, this is my dawah page. Um, there's no personality on it. There's no flavor to it. There's no, um, you know, what I like, what I don't like, who I am as a person. It's just naam naam and. Hmm. Qala Rasulullah or Qala Ta'ala or whatever it may be, you know, Quran and Hadith and reminders and stuff like that, you know. That's their approach. Their approach is, you know, I'm a student of knowledge and I'm a, I'm a sheikh and stuff like that. I'm an imam. So uh, I'm just going to keep it like that. That's what people see from me. That's what people know from me. And that's it. That's their approach. And I respect it. But me personally, um, that's not my approach. Um, the Prophet wasallam used to mix with his companions. Um Every prophet and messenger used to go and mix with their people. They used to go to the marketplace. They used to buy and sell. They used to, you know, um, take care of their their, 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 their their needs and stuff like that. And um, a part of who they were was obviously the messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or prophets and messengers sent by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Um, so that's my personal approach when it comes to social media. And that's why, you know, if I'm with friends and, you know, they take a video or whatever, I'll, I'll share it on my page or I'll mm. post it time to time. If I hit a big shot, you're definitely going to see it on yeah. my Instagram page, you know? <laughs> I'm going to make sure you see it. So He uploaded a photo of me. You know, do you remember that photo? There was this photo we came after we done Umrah. Allahumma barik took me to one of the best Yemeni food <coughs> joints in Medina. You know what I mean? It was, think of this here, your typical... Nice sunny day like that you get, yeah. Mm. It's around Asr time or whatever. It's, you're so tired because we were going on a ziyara around uh, where, um, Mount Uhud, yeah. Mount Uhud, yeah. Kuba, we and the whole around tour. those places and whatnot. Anyway, then we come back, and then after Sam was like to us, it was Woody <coughs> with me as well. He goes, oh, I gotta take you to this like Yemeni joint, yeah. Nice, like proper, like Yemeni joint. And then he goes, There's this bottle, yeah, of. <laughs> There's a bottle of soda Like a soft drink That I gotta show you We don't have it here in Australia It's like it's this mixed Citrus Miranda Yeah Miranda ci- citrus. citrus Miranda mm. Have you yeah. ever seen that before? Is it orange? Is no it, it's citrus It's, it's like green Green It's no, not apple I've had it now yeah. Fam when I tell you so <laughs> I, to- I told him that too yeah. I told him brother This he, is He goes to me It's it's, it's actual crack You know what I mean? Uh, not actual crack But like he a whole bottle to it, You know what I mean? And I'm thinking Yeah cool This this that You know what I mean? And we're in Masjid Nabawi Yeah Set the scene Yeah the sun's shining In the Masjid It's a nice day It's hot And I'm not gonna lie Straight after Asr I just wanna hit this food And I wanna try the spot Yeah And then when we go to this spot <coughs> The type of food Where you roll up your sleeves Yeah They get the videos They get the rice mm. Yeah How do you do it? You gotta do all that, turn into a ball. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows, he knows, he knows. They just get the pot, chuck it on the thingy, mm-hmm. and he just goes thingy, you know, straight up. Anyway, then after, like, um, Sam, he takes a bottle of me because I'm enjoying it, yeah? Takes a photo of it, uploads it to his story. And you know the thing I like about that personally? It makes it people like more receptive to you. Do you get what I mean? Relatable. It's more like relatable. Oh, wow, this guy is just like me, and he's, mashallah, he's doing his thing when yeah. it comes to the dean, like, why can't I do my thing when it comes to the dean and stuff like that? Like I said, that's that's my approach. Yeah. Being relatable, being approachable, being sociable. You know, just yeah, those it sh- things. It I feel shows like you have other interests, really, in your day to day life. Mm-hmm. It's like but okay, we, this we guy's we normal. Hear we hear that from Bilal Aswad when he came on, and then also Sheikh Ala. So Bilal Aswad came on with plain clothes once, mm. and a lot of the people were a bit. Yusha Evans <laughs> talked about it as well. Like, oh, where's the yeah? Where's your thaw? Where's this? Where's that? You know what I mean? I remember like. They were a bit, a bit odd about it, yeah. I mean, you should ever just talking about left it. Left comments? Uh, yeah, bro, from what I saw. Yeah, yeah, TikToks, they did. Especially, they're like, what's he doing? Like, if you're a sheikh, why are you wearing clothes like that? I'm just like, what's wrong with people, man? No, no. Yeah. Do you think this guy floats when he wakes up or something? Mm. Like, I, I think they really, like, I think people have to understand. They have to separate, you know, r- religious figures 
from like angels because <laughs> that's the thing that's sadly that's the persona you give off if everything you ever post online because everyone is online everyone that's how we communicate with one another now yeah. social media if everything you always post on online is you either giving a reminder or a picture of you reading a book or you know studying or in the mosque like people are gonna think that yo this guy mashallah Allah mubarak but yo He's, I can't, you know, it's, he's at a level I can never get to. Yeah. I can't be 20. But, and the crazy thing is, a lot of the brothers, they're no, of course, they're not a lot. They're all, they're, they're all normal human yeah, beings. Yeah. And they have other things that they do. But, you know, uh, I'm not saying you got to come out and make yourself, embarrass yourself. Uh, you know, of course, you're, you're carrying something that's uh, very um, yeah. precious. You know, memorizing the Quran and learning about the Prophet and the hadith and the deen and knowledge. You have to conduct yourself in a certain manner. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you conduct yourself in a way where, like, you look like I'm holier than thou, you know, or you make it seem where, like, like I said, people look at you and they're like, yeah, I can't reach this guy's level because, subhanAllah, he's, every time I see him online, he's only ever doing this or doing that, and he's never, ever doing normal human stuff, yep. you know? And, subhanAllah, you'd be surprised that a lot of the brothers sometimes, not a lot of them, but some of them, you see that they do have hobbies, they have other things that they do, but they intentionally and purposefully avoid that ever getting out yeah. because they think that it's going to somehow ruin their image or somehow people are going to lose respect for them mm -hmm. you know but yeah yeah some people some people they only they're programmed like that where they, the imam is the sheikh and that's all he is they, and once they see you do normal stuff they're like oh he's okay they kind of yeah they may lose a bit of respect or not it, it's not that they lose respect for you they just they'll come back the, the, the idea of who you are will come back to reality yeah, yeah. it's not out of, out of this out of this world type of respect or um you know, uh, where it's like it's uh, it's out of reality, where they're looking at you like, yo, this guy is something else. You know what I mean? And correct me um, if I'm not wrong, like, but Islam is not a strict religion. It's like a way of life. Correct? You know what I mean? Very correct. Yeah, that's very correct. And then like the opinion or the way that it's put out there, like with the stereotype, it's like it's a strict religion. You can only say certain things and all that kind of stuff. But then you can't maintain that like for a, a long period of time. And then plus, then you got guys when they do see um, Sam it hit. What do you call it? A bucket starts running around, takes the top off the th with the other top off underneath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, the, the funny thing is actually uh, not to cut you off, but yeah. So that was a tournament in Medina, the the, the Medina Islamic University of Medina basketball tournament. So Even more so, yeah. It was a serious game. It was like I don't know semifinals or no. It actually, it was before the semifinals. But anyways, it was a big game, very big game. Yeah. And we we're playing uh, basically another team uh, full of Westerners. There was other teams with brothers from China and uh, the Philippines and stuff like that. But this team had, like, Westerners, brothers from Atlanta, like, actual ballers. And I actually hurt. I pulled something in my calf. Yeah. So I was kind of limping for, like, the second half of the game. And I actually subbed, subbed out. And then I said, no, nah, I got to come back in. So I came back in. I was on one leg. Yeah. Mamba. You know, I was on. <laughs> I didn't say Mamba it. The brother said it. You know? <laughs> I literally was on one leg. My, my, my calf. Was, yeah. I pulled something in my calf. But I just, you know, you see the video. I would pass it. To, we were we were patient. Yeah. We got the offensive rebound from the free throw. We were patient. Passed it to my boy, Wasim. Yeah. You know, once I, saw, once I passed it to Wasim and I saw that the defender, I saw, you know, that the defender had moved back a bit. He just gave me just enough space yeah. to get it off. That's <laughs> all I needed. But he had I good needed. defense, though, as well. He you had know, it and there. I, and shout out to my boy, yeah. Yusuf. Subhanallah, yeah. he told me after that, he said, bro, the amount of message I got, <laughs> people were telling, getting at me saying, bro, how you let this guy hit that shot on you and stuff like that? And he really, like, it was a foul too. Yeah. It could have easily been free throws. Yeah. But once, once I saw that he had stepped back for a split second, that's all I needed. I said, Wasim, 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 right? He passed it to me, took the shot on one leg, bro. Yeah. Hit it. And one of the brothers even mentioned in the comments when I ran and I took off my shirt. He said, yo, subhanAllah, 
The man hit the shot. He took his shirt off, but he kept the halal. He had the, he had the, other, he had the other shirt underneath. He was like, yo, this guy was ready for the moment, bro. Who's out here playing with two shirts and stuff like that? Yeah, prepared for it. Huh? He was ready, he was ready. Come on. And I had the Raptors. The, the white shirt underneath was a Raptor shirt, bro. This guy this guy knew what he was doing. He was like, he had the shirt underneath. He had to you keep do, it halal, yeah, you, you know? You do, you do. definitely, bro. Yeah. A bit of extra juice in that, uh, in that tahajjud like, the night Come before. on, man. Yeah, my bad, man. I, I cut you off, but uh, no. But I was just highlighting like the the the, the good the good side of that. Do you get what I mean? Like the normalizing it, and especially like students' knowledge and whatnot. You know, it's like they are normal people. They have normal habits. Just like we were saying about these, like other celebrities. You know, with social media, what ends up happening is people put them on a high pedestal. You know, and then when there's like that, you know how you have that saying, "Don't slip up." Yeah, once they like slip up just that little bit, then it's like, oh, cool. They're they're such and such, and they're this that. You know what I mean? I think there's also like an element of that there's been Muslim YouTubers or whatever it is in the past that have been the complete opposite of what they were. So they've kind of mm. tarnished the reputation of all the other YouTubers who are coming in. And they basically kind of paint everybody off the same brush. Mm. There's there, there has been, whether we like it or not, it's the reality of it. Some people have utilized Islam mm. as, a, as, as a pedestal, as like an like extra springboard for them to elevate themselves within that scene. And then gone. Oh yeah, it's done what it's need to do. Peace. I'm out. Do you know what I mean? Subhanallah, uh, you know, I, I I see that a lot now with social media, especially on Instagram and, and TikTok and stuff like that. You see, you see people come out with reminders and reminders and remind, and they're not, you know, they're good brothers and sisters and stuff like that. But you can tell they're not like uh, shuyukh or even learned people, like haven't even put in time and effort and sacrifice to study. You know, but they're doing reminders. Okay, cool. So you're doing reminders, you're doing reminders, doing reminders, and then once you get your following. So a lot of times, you know, and Allah knows, Allah knows people's intentions better th than us, of course. Um, you see the person, once they get their following, once they get their brand going and stuff like that, they start to sell you something. They either want you to sign up to something, and they may even change their name. They may change their name. They had like an Islamic type of name first that was catchy, that brought people in with the reminders and stuff like that. And then now they take um, Islam or Muslim or Sunnah or whatever maybe out of their name. And, and now, you know, they, the content gets a bit looser, right, when it comes to things that are maybe not so um, acceptable Islamically or uh, maybe maybe it's acceptable Islamically but it's not something befitting of someone who's out here preaching to people and telling them to do right. It's not befitting for you now to go and do those things. You know, the person who's just struggling and, and, and not is my, the person's minding their own business and they have their own things going on and they're doing some of these things. Okay, we can speak to this person and help them and, and, and advise them. But you, like if you're out here preaching, there is a sense of responsibility that you have there's a higher level of, of, of religiosity that you have to uphold. And it's not because, um, of course, we're all equal and we're all the same, but like if you're out here preaching and you're out here telling people to do better, it's just it's natural human in instinct that they're going to hold you to a higher pedestal when it comes to um, your practice of Islam. For sure. So what they do is, uh, sadly, and I'm kind of going on a rant now, but like you see them um, after they get their following and after they build their brand and all that stuff, they, like I said, they got start to get loose with what they post and what they do. And then they tell people, oh, you can't judge me and this, that, and Islam, and you know, we're all, we all have struggles. And we all, yeah, you all have struggles, but you started off saying, telling people this and that. And you look like, mashallah, you had everything, you know, sorted out and everything um, figured out. And then now you want to come back to, it's kind of like, you know, you're regressing in the sense that you come out as like a preacher and a speaker and a brother or sister giving reminders and telling people Allah and the Prophet and this and that. And then now you want to regress to just being, yeah, I'm just uh, another, uh, you know, you know, uh, Tom, Dick and Harry uh, yeah. on social media and I can post whatever I want and this is how I live and this is how, how I am. And, and like you said, that's 
that goes to the fact that, you know, a lot of times people use Islam, especially with the whole reminders culture now, where you literally, people literally can just look at something on their phone or a hadith or an ayah, look at it 10 times, memorize it, turn their phone off and yeah. just go on camera and say brothers and sisters. And I'm not saying doing that is haram or anything wrong with that, but in the long term, mm-hmm. right, you're going to fall into something bigger, which is now when you get a bigger platform and people think you're something that you're not, what are you going to do? Are you going to tell people that, yo, I'm not what you think I am? Or are you just going to continue continue on and, and until, you know, uh, the train crashes? Yeah. You, this might sound like a very ignorant question here, can, but can you be overly reminded? You know, like, you know, and sometimes... <laughs> yes, like, you can. Yes, you can. Yeah, and but then doesn't that condition you sometimes, like, for example, like that example you use where you, like, you see a reminder, you see a reminder, or the example of, like, TikTok where you see a video that come up and it's like, okay, hits you that reminder and you go to another video and, like, you forget about it. Yeah, and then now obviously with the uprising of all these like, like um, I don't know what the right word is. I'm not trying to reminder accounts or yeah, like reminder accounts or like even the people that actually go and speak in front of content, the camera, yeah. like the, the the content imams almost. I think that's I might give it content that name. Content imams. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I, might, I, might, I might give it that. We, we've got an Ali imam. He's the Ali. <laughs> Close <laughs> enough, huh? But what ends up happening is like people get over like I because f- I feel it myself personally like you're overly conditioned with it you know because I mean? yeah. a reminder isn't it for more of a, a time and place yeah for sure uh, Abdullah bin Saud radiallahu hadith in Bukhari that yeah. he mentioned that the Prophet sallallahu would be on and off with reminders uh-huh. he would give us reminders on some days and he wouldn't give us reminders on, on on some days just so that we wouldn't be bored by the reminders right uh, and that's the Sahaba radiallahu anhum and that's the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam right imagine us. Right, but with social media, it's it's different because, let's say, I post a reminder, right, and that's my one reminder. Uh, let's say on my page, um, for a couple of days or whatever, yeah. and then my brother posts another. He posts a reminder, and then he posts a reminder, and everyone is just posting one reminder, right? It's not an overload uh, at an individual uh, level, yeah. but then on uh, on with the algorithm and stuff like that on TikTok, if they see you watching the 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 yeah. um the that uh, reminder video, they're gonna give you more reminder videos. Yeah. So then you feel like the overload. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like, it might not be a, an issue with the, an individual, but it, obviously it's just the way social media is. Yeah, but even also you like, know? You, you know how like, there's like, you know the saying accounts? Hmm? You know the saying accounts where it's like Dean sayings or like them okay. ones, yeah? It's like, it's very quick to make those type of accounts and all it takes is just a quick screenshot, bang. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. or um, it's an easy bag to get into. Yeah, or yeah. just save video, repost and have another account. You know what I mean? And then you've got 10 people doing like the exact same thing and it's like, You'll see it like you'll see like Akhya Ayman's type of videos or something, you know what I mean, or Hoblos video, and you'll see ten different accounts reuse them. You know, mm. and it's like I feel like sometimes you get overly conditioned. It sometimes is valid, but I might be speaking from yeah, a, like an individual um, point of perspective. With social media, Akhi, Allah Musta'an, man, it's it's uh, it's scary because you got to really watch your intentions and and why you're posting this and um, what's your intentions behind posting it and uh, you know what's your goal behind posting it. Is it literally just so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen can spread, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can be feared, so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can be remembered, so that Muslims can you know, benefit from this reminder, or as a part of it, okay, I'm trying to build up my following, I'm trying to build up my brand, I'm trying to you know, build up uh, you know, uh, some type of uh, clout or influence or whatever it may be. And it's very, 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 very scary. When it comes to ilm, and when it comes to seeking knowledge and learning ilm, it's two things, man. It's high risk and high reward. Yeah. Ilm could be the reason why you make it to Jannah and Wallahi Ilm could be the reason why you go to hell. Simply put. The Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam says, Whoever treads the path, seeking knowledge, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will make the path to Jannah easy for that person. 
Because that person who seeks knowledge and learns, they know what's right and wrong. And on top of that, they teach people. And on top of that, those people make dua for them. Imagine the mothers, the habiyars, the aunties, the khaltus and everything just making dua for you just because of the fact that you were able to help their child or help those, their, their son or whoever it may be. You know, imagine all that dua. Of course, your path to Jannah is going to be easy, but that's if you're sincere. And likewise, the opposite is true. The Prophet said, The first three category of people that the hellfire will be ignited with, number one is the shaheed, a martyr. But someone who died... Not for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They died on the battlefield, but it wasn't for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It was so that people would say, look how brave he was. You know, he was a top G. He was on the front line. You know, he, he wasn't scared of anything. He was so courageous. And he got, what he, he got what he wanted. He got what he wanted in the dunya, and this person will be dragged on their face to Jahannam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. Second type of person is a person who gives sadaqah. Right? <coughs> Might be the first person to put up their hand during the fundraiser in the masjid. Might be the one that comes with cold cash to the masjid, drops it on the table. You know, 10K, 20K, 30K, whatever it may be. But this person does it. Why? Not for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This person does it. So people say, yo, man, if you're, if, you're, if you're struggling, go check him out. He'll help you out. This guy's the best, man. He's so uh, generous. He's so willing to help. He, he wanted the praise of the people, right? And he got the praise of the people. So there's no reward for him on the day of judgment. There's nothing left. You got all of your hasanat, whatever good you did, you got it in the dunya, right? And this person likewise will be taken on their face, the same face that you know, people used to look up to, used to look towards, this face will be the reason or the thing that um, this person will be dragged on uh, to, the, to, to Jahannam. And the third type of person is a scholar. A scholar. Uh, a scholar who studied and learned and memorized and sacrificed time and resources and money and everything, right? But they did it with the wrong intention. They did it so that they can become an alim, so people can say, yo, this guy's a scholar. Let's invite him to our podcast. Let's invite him to our masjid. Let's bring him here. He has to come to our mosque for Tlawiyah. We have to book him. We have to get him in. He's doing this for these reasons, for these reasons to, to be uh, praised by the people and to be pointed at with people's fingers and to be uh, invited and stuff like that, right? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will ask the person, right? Uh, he'll, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make the person acknowledge, the scholar, he'll make this person acknowledge the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon him. And once he acknowledges those blessings, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will say to this person, what did you do with these blessings? And he says, I learned, I learned and I studied and I passed it on to people. Right? And I read the Quran, I recited the Quran for your sake. And what will be said to this person? You're lying. You just lied. You did it so that people say, you're an alim. You did it so people say, this guy's a qari. Right? Uh, and then this person, uh, this person, the angels will be commanded to take this person on their face. That same face that, you know, was on all these videos and people used to say, look at this guy, mashallah, and all this stuff. And uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. That same face will be dragged, you know, on the ground and the person will be thrown into the hellfire. So as one of the scholars says, uh, He says, A scholar who doesn't act on their knowledge. Right? And, and, and the first way a person doesn't act on their knowledge or a scholar doesn't act on his knowledge is not having a sincere intention. You read all these ayat in the Quran about being sincere. You read all these hadith about being sincere. You read about all these scholars and sincerity and things like that, but you're not sincere in what you're doing. He says, And a scholar who doesn't act on their knowledge, This person is going to be punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala before those who used to prostrate to idols are punished by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Imagine that. Crazy. And that's not, we're not talking about people from other, scholars from other religions, we're talking about scholars within Islam, right? People who were Muslims and people who, you know, Quran and Sunnah and Hadith and Salaf al-Salih and this and that, right? 
but they did it with the wrong intention and for the wrong reasons, this person is going to be punished and humiliated before those who used to prostrate to idols. Just take that in. Right? So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us sincere and, and help us, you know, fight with our intentions. And uh, as one of the great scholars, he said, shay'an. He said, I've never struggled with anything um, harder than my intention. Right? So it's a constant battle. But you got to just stay in the ring. You got to st- stay in, in the fight and, and not give up. Once you feel like, okay, khalas, my intention is pure, then, you know, that's, that's when you're finished. And likewise, if you give up and, and cave in, you're also... <coughs> that's a heavy one. That's a heavy one. Yeah. <coughs> I got, we're on time, yeah? So I got one last banging question. Yeah? Just stand it on. What happened to that thing in the beginning where you asked me some Australian words and stuff yeah, like no, that? Yeah, no, no. We're not, we're <laughs> not, we're not, <laughs> this is an Australian question right now. Okay. I've got an Australian question. Because this is your second time around. Yeah, correct? Second rodeo, yes, sir. Yeah, this is your second rodeo. Now I'm seeing all <laughs> these people coming down to Australia and all that kind of stuff. What yeah, yeah. I want to know... The pioneer, bro, trailblazer. You might have to come on. Come on. Was it you? No, 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 no. Of what? what? People from Toronto? Nah, not just Toronto. Just like nah, just bringing Australia to the world, bro. Come on, on man. (laughs) (laughs) Someone replied to one of your stories and said Australian brothers are built different. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) with their crack bottle. Yeah, (laughs) with what? You know when I had the the citrus bottle? Yeah, yeah. Reply back to your story. Australian brothers are built different. Yeah, my guy was walking around with a two-liter bottle in Medina. Mind you, the middle of Medina. Yeah. But my question is. Second time around, yeah. What's been your biggest highlight? Okay, so the first time, yeah. being honest, it was chicken salt. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> really? Hey, what did I tell you? Yeah, chicken salt's gold. Yeah, you? yeah. You're lucky you bleeped it out. Of the I don't last know. <laughs> he, he kept it on the last episode. I don't know if um, I did. There's no chicken salt in Canada. Yeah, for sure. There's I don't no know way in London either. No, no way in the world. around the world. No All way. All right, so I'm gonna be honest. Chicken salt was the highlight last year. Um, this time around. I don't know. I feel like I've, I've, I've. Uh, you become Australian. Okay, time out, time out, time out. Carried away. Gonna be carried. I'm still from the six, bro. <laughs> but I feel like now I've created um, uh, more bonds, and I've been able to bond more with the people that I met last year. Mm. You know, and uh, created greater relationships, and gotten closer to the brothers here in in in, uh, in, in Melbourne. You guys, of course. And other guys, especially people at Preston, yeah. alhamdulillah, this is the second time around being at Preston, leading the salah, giving them reminders and stuff like that. Alhamdulillah, I feel like, you know, I'm a part of the Preston family and the Melbourne family in general yeah. and also going to AMSA with the brothers and sisters there for the classes and stuff like that. So, yeah, just building those, like, relationships and strengthening those relationships, I feel like, alhamdulillah, that's, that's been the highlight, mm. you know. And, of course, <coughs> uh, being with family and my relatives and stuff like exactly. that. Exactly. Well, we're trying to... We're trying to sign you for a, a, a max extension contract soon, inshallah. I don't know. I might so hit you with Mbappe, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so after you've done the four years, we'll tee something up. Um, but you've got to run. We've got to run. Mm. So we'll leave the episode there. Um, any parting words? We're good? Just thank you very much for coming on. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Taking time for us. Yeah. We really appreciate it. You guys know the drill. Make sure to like, share, subscribe. You can find uh, Sheikh Samir on Al Habashi. You can find that video of him running around. You know what I mean? It was a banger shot, I must uh, admit. Uh, uh, that, that sounded bad. <laughs> <laughs> See the video for yourself. We'll share it, inshallah. Uh, you guys know the drill. Make sure to like, Maybe share, subscribe. Maybe put it in the closing of the video yeah, or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> on the podcast. Um, and comment. But peace. See you next week.